0: Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Yaja Nicolette. If you're new here, welcome, my love. I'm so excited to have you tune in for today's episode. And if you're an OG listener, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Oh, I'm so excited to have you guys tune in for another episode of Manifest Daily. So y'all can tell I'm in a good mood this morning and it's a Monday. Baby, what? I feel like, okay, no, it hasn't been like a while since I've been in a good mood on a Monday morning, but. I am truly living for the energy this morning. I haven't even had my breakfast. I didn't even go to the gym this morning, but yet your girl is functioning on like 100 right now. And I love it. I'm so, so, so here for it. So my loves, before we dive into today's episode... I want to do like an update, just like chat with y'all for a little bit, because I feel like personally, when I listen to my favorite podcast episodes, like I love the ones where they have them a little chat in the beginning. You know, I'm sipping tea with them. I'm talking to them. Like we, you know, we just having us a good time. And that's how I want y'all to feel when you tune in to an episode manifest deadly. Okay, baby. We just like, you know, we, uh, what's that phrase? We shoot the shit a little bit before we get into the actual tea of the episode. So... Basically, you guys, yes, it's Monday. We love to see her. We love to see a brand new week. I feel so good today. It's like the sun is out today. Y'all know I love me some sun, okay? And lately since I've come back to Dallas, the weather has been kind of gloomy. It's been giving very much winter, which I, you know, I guess I'm just not used to it here. I'm like, what is this? Like I came from the gloomy weather in Boston. I came back here. I was like, give me some sun. Okay, came back. It was cloudy. But today the sun is out, which I feel like is just a huge contribution to why I'm feeling so excited for today, why I'm just like so high energy. I actually hung up my gallery wall photo, or not the photos, but the frames yesterday. So if you follow me on Instagram, Or on TikTok because your girl been posting some TikToks here and there lately. So if you want the ticket of talk, come find me. It's the Manifest Daily on TikTok as well. But I showed y'all that I was like setting up a gallery wall in my office because I'm gonna bring the couch in here, you guys. And again, if you follow me on Instagram or YouTube or literally like any social media, like I show behind the scenes of these things all the time. So I know y'all know what I'm talking about. If y'all like follow me over there. But basically I have this like little dining room space area in my home and the way it is set up right now is I have like a couch there, I have my old TV stand there, which I can't have in my living room here because this apartment has a fireplace, so I can't have the TV stand where it used to be in the old apartment. So anyways, I have the couch there and everything. And I was like, let me set this area up as a filming area because I was going to film some of the podcast episodes in that area. You know, have my little couch, have my little cute setup or whatever. It's such a cute space. However, whenever I try to film in that area, baby, the fridge won't let me live. Okay, she is loud as hell. She want to be talking, making noise every single time I want to sit down and try to film me a little video over there. So basically all of the sit down videos that you guys have seen on YouTube has, they've been filmed in my bedroom lately because as you guys know, or actually you probably don't know this, what you don't know now, um, my bedroom and my office have carpet in them. So carpet actually helps when you are recording a podcast or video because it absorbs like some of the other just like random sounds like right now. I actually have my heat going, which hopefully you guys can hear it in the background. I don't think the mic is picking up on it, but, you know, obviously having carpet in the office helps to absorb some of that sound. So long story short, I've been filming in the bedroom. The filming space that I created just isn't functional for what I need it to be. So I don't even use the space. Like I don't really sit on that couch because again, it was supposed to be a filming area. So what I'm going to do is bring the couch into the office so that I can actually use it for what I wanted it to be for because I paid for it to be for that reason, baby. And we ain't wasting money around here, okay? We ain't wasting no type of coin. And then what I'm gonna do is turn the dining room area into surprise an actual dining room area so I've been looking for dining room tables some chairs perhaps I'm gonna get like probably like a pedestal dining table three or four chairs my mom is like get four chairs because for some reason she thinks people come to my house I'm like I literally like literally it's me I'm like it's me you may visit at any given time in my apartment there are literally two people maximum here (laughs) so I'm like I don't need four chairs but you know for some reason she's like get four chairs so I might get four chairs And then I designed the gallery wall in my office to be right above, like, the couch area. And so it's giving very much, like, DIY, but also not. So I know if y'all watch YouTube, you would know about, like, the sponsor, Desenio. They usually, like partner with YouTubers and we'll send them like frames and prints to create gallery walls in their home. And the whole idea is that Decenio sort of like does it for you, right? Like they set up what the gallery wall should look like, you pick out your prints, you can do a mock up on their website. And so I basically did the Decenio process except DIY. So I bought my frames at IKEA. They were like so cheap. Y'all know IKEA how it's set up over there, okay? And then I went on Canva. If you don't know Canva, it's like Photoshop but for beginners. Like if you don't know how to use Photoshop, and you kinda of like want to do like a little graphic design, you wanna pretend, go on Canva girl. Okay, it's it's gonna help you out and it's free. And then I went on Canva and I basically like put my gallery wall on Canva, like I made these like frames, and then I essentially like put pictures in them to just kind of see like what will my wall look like once I actually have pictures in them. And girl, it is giving what it needed to and more. Okay, baby, you not finna to tell me that I didn't have no professional install these frames on this wall, baby. Okay, yes, some of them might be slightly crooked, but shh, ain't nobody ask you for all that detail, okay? If you look at them from afar, they look good enough, okay? They look actually pretty damn good. So if you wanna see what I'm talking about, go on my, on my Instagram or my TikTok. I'm also gonna post a TikTok at the very end once this process is completed. Just kind of like showing y'all from beginning. Oops, sorry, just tap the mic. (laughs) Um, but from beginning to end of like what the wall looked like blank, the frames, how I set it up, how I did just everything. So, yeah, y'all, that's kind of been what I've been getting into. Is just like I came back with a desire to really like tap into more home decor. I feel like, and this is, you know, something I, I sort of realized very recently is that I have trouble like settling in. So, you know, I went to college and in college you're you're constantly moving, right? Every single year you're moving into a new dorm or you have to move out, then you have to move back in. And it's this process of like, yes, you're there for a year and a year is like a long time, but a year is also kind of a short time as well. And then when I went to New Jersey, I remember I also like didn't really get settled in quite quickly, and then by the time I started to get like re- really settled in, and like buying bigger pieces of furniture, buying decor, hanging up my degrees, things like that, actually making it feel like a home, you know, things ended, and I had to leave, and so now, um, and then also I came to Dallas, the first apartment there, y'all know the store, y'all know the tea, I, I literally started to settle in, started to buy my furniture for my office, started to do all these things, and then lo and behold, I had to move, because, you know, it was just, it was giving very much noise, so now now I'm in this apartment and I sort of have this like slight fear of settling in because I'm almost like, yeah, I don't want to, you know, hang up my pictures and do this and do that and decorate and really make it feel at like home only to have the rug pulled out from under me again. And that's sort of a mindset thing that I personally have to like work through and, you know, get over for lack of a better phrase, because really at the end of the day, nothing is permanent. And this is, um, I'm going to do an episode on like Buddhist principles and like some of my favorite Buddhist principles and how to apply them to your life. But one of the Buddhist principles that I absolutely like love and I have just really been trying to incorporate into my life as much as possible is the idea of impermanence. Like nothing is permanent. Everything is fleeting and everything is temporary. And once you really become comfortable with that understanding and with that knowledge it makes life so much easier to live because then you're able to live in any given moment and truly appreciate it and be grateful for it and understand it for what it is because you know that it is not necessarily permanent right that singular moment that you are experiencing will end and that's okay there will be another beautiful moment there will be another beautiful experience but it allows you to really enjoy your current for what it is and so I'm allowing myself to enjoy my current for what it is. I love this apartment. It gives very much house vibes to me. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm in an apartment. I'm able to walk up to my door. It's, like, very old school. Like, I have to, you know, put a key in a lock versus my last apartment was open with, like, my phone or with, like, um uh my PIN number thingy. So this one, it's, like, I have, like, an actual key. There's a fireplace. Like, it's very much, you know, old school. It's an older building, older community, everything like that. But I absolutely love it because of that, because it gives character it feels like I'm in a home and I feel like whenever I leave this apartment, I want to be in a house next. Like I don't want to go to another apartment. I'm tired of moving. (laughs) Okay. I don't really like moving like that for somebody that don't like moving your girl to move so much. But listen, I want my next place to be a home. I want to move into a house. Okay. And I also know that a house is a huge responsibility. So I'm not taking that lightly. I'm not trying to hurry and rush into a house. I think at one point, you know, in my journey sometime last year, I was feeling that rush in a way. Like I saw a lot of friends of mine um, buying houses and sort of taking those next steps with their life. And I think in society, there is often that push, right? A lot of us feel that push to do things like buy a house or get married or get engaged or go to school, go to college or go to grad school, whatever, you know, you're facing in your specific community in your life. Like I think a lot of us face those pressures of like This is what you need to do to be an adult. This is what you need to do to, like, be grown. And I'm like, baby, I'm going to define my grown self the way I want to define my grown self. And one thing about me, okay, is I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay, I will feel a little pressure sometimes. And I was feeling that pressure. I was like, yo, should I buy a house? Should I buy a house? And, you know, market was hot. Market's still hot, baby. But... One thing about the market being hot is it is definitely a seller's market. So I was exploring the possibility of purchasing a home last year. And it just it I, I kept running into things that really showed me that it wasn't the time for me. It just wasn't the time for me. And that's okay too. And I think again, a home is such a huge responsibility that I also realized like I don't want to take on the responsibilities of a home right now by myself. Like I don't have a solid community here in the way that I want to before purchasing a home. Like I know I'll eventually buy a home like that is definitely a goal of mine. However, I want to explore Dallas a little bit more, see a little bit more of the neighborhood and stuff like that. Like me being in the apartment that I'm in now has shown me a different part of Dallas that I don't think I would have gotten to fully explore in the way that I have had I not moved out here like I was before I was in the downtown area. And that was, like, really cool, really dope. Like, you know, it's, it's popping, it's cool, whatever, young folk out there. But now I'm more in the suburbs. I'm in North Dallas, if you're familiar. I'm, like, in sort of, like, Addison area, Plano. So out here, it's definitely a different vibe, right? It's a little bit slower. Um, it's more families and stuff like that. More houses, of course. It's more of that suburban vibe, but also you still have, like, shopping centers. And um, the Galleria Mall is, like, really close to me, things like that. So I love that vibe, and I have come to realize like I would love to purchase a home like somewhere if not in this area somewhere like it, you know what I'm saying somewhere where it's quiet somewhere where it's family somewhere where it's suburbs And i'm just allowing myself to really soak in dallas and explore and not rush myself into the home buying process Like I would love, you know god. Hello. How are you? It's me calling again. Stop blocking my number <laughs> But I would love if like by the time i'm ready to purchase a home it is with a partner You know, preferably my husband or something like that. You know, I'd love it to be my husband or my fiance. However, you know, I'm not going to wait for that. I'm gonna, I'm basically allowing myself to go with the timeline that is divinely for me and I think again I know that in this moment it's just not the time for me to do something like that but I am wanting to settle into my apartment more and I'm having so much fun just like decorating and coming back with more of a renewed sense of like making Dallas feel even more like home than it already feels like right now I think another part of that is the fact that it is going to be one year since I moved here next month so This month, January, I'm celebrating one year of being single and next month it'll be one year of being in Dallas. And that's really huge. Like, like I said, a year is a long time, but it's also so short. And I just kind of realized like how quickly time has flown. I've realized that I've been here for a minute and I've also realized that there's so much stuff that I haven't done in this new place and home yet that I want to do. But it makes me excited. Like, I feel really excited for what's to come. I feel excited for what I have accomplished and what I've done in this space already. And I don't know. There's just like I said, I came back with a renewed sense of like wanting to make it feel like home, wanting to settle in, wanting to nest, if you will. And I'm just excited for what that journey looks like. Still, my loves. Let's get into the episode. I don't want to keep y'all waiting, okay? Because I know y'all came here for some of that subconscious tea, okay? So today we are discussing the subconscious mind there's so much like chatter and talk about the subconscious mind on the internet which I love. I feel like it's really allowing people to see how important psychology is, how important mindset is, like the role that our minds, our brains, the way, you know, that our mental health really plays an important role in our lives. So I'm so excited to see more and more people talking about this and more and more people talking about like biohacking and how to reprogram your subconscious mind. However, I think a huge part of that is like understanding what the subconscious actually is. And I think that if you are someone that wants to learn how to reprogram your subconscious, you want to learn what the subconscious is, you want to kind of dive into some of that. It's really important to actually understand what the subconscious mind is before you can dive into like, how do you actually reprogram it? So this is what this episode is going to be about. Think about it like a starter pack to understanding what your subconscious mind is, and also started back to understanding how to reprogram your subconscious. So if that is something you're interested in, which I think you should all be interested in it, because honestly, it has such a huge um, you'll hear more about it, but a huge impact on our life and our Perception of our reality and our perception of our world. So, we're going to dive into that today. But before we dive in, I want to ask you guys if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed it so far, please leave a five star review on Apple or Spotify. I'm really kind of being more proactive about asking you guys to leave reviews. Really grateful and thankful. you guys that have left reviews without me asking um because the feedback is much appreciated of course you guys know like in terms of like algorithms and stuff like that it just helps the podcast to become more discovered but also too i think the feedback is really just good like i just personally like reading the reviews as well so i appreciate you guys leaving them um also spotify now allows you to leave reviews and i have seen that we have i think we have all over 100 reviews on spotify already which is so insane to me because i don't think i maybe I mentioned it in the last episode but thank you guys for that I appreciate that so so much so if you haven't left a review yet whether you're listening on Apple or on Spotify please leave a five-star review I would really really appreciate it and yeah thank you guys so let's go ahead and dive into some of the subconscious talk with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com/manifestdaily. That's drinkag1.com/manifestdaily. Check it out. Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run. So, we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory. Oh man, I was there that time that you bundled your home, auto, motorcycle and other vehicles with Progressive. That was awesome. People were freaking out. I bet you get this all the time, but can I get an autograph? If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. So before we dive into any of the specific like subconscious mind stuff, we have to really understand the model of the mind. And I don't think we can actually discuss the mind, psychology, or even the subconscious without discussing Freud. Now, if y'all know, if you ever took you a psychology one-on-one class or something, y'all know who Freud is. And even if you haven't, I feel like Freud is so significant that like you've heard someone talk about Freud before. There's also the term Freudian slip. So like you've heard of Sigmund Freud before. So Sigmund Freud was born in 1856 and he was the founding father of psychoanalysis, which is basically a method for treating mental illness. Psychoanalysis helps us to kind of understand how the mind works. And it's also a way, again, that is used to treat mental illnesses. So Freud believed that events that occur during our childhood years have a huge influence on our adult lives and on our personality. So this is something I definitely agree with. And there have been a lot of different texts, a lot of different psychologists who also believe this. And when we talk about things like trauma or when we talk about about the inner child, we are essentially validating this idea of the significance of childhood events on our adult personalities, our behaviors, and our perception of the world. In the 1900s, Freud introduced the model of the mind that was divided into three levels. So it was the conscious, the subconscious and the unconscious. So you've probably, again, seen this model of like the mind if you've ever taken a psychology class. But if you haven't, it essentially looks like an iceberg and most of the iceberg actually lives underwater. So imagine it like this. Like, so we have three parts, right? The conscious, the subconscious and the unconscious. So those are three different parts. Two thirds of this iceberg live underwater and the two thirds that live underwater water are the subconscious and the unconscious while the conscious part is like living above the water so let's dive into the three different levels of this iceberg so you guys can understand a little bit more of like Freud's model of the mind. So the conscious part, the part that lives above water defines all the thoughts and actions that we are aware of. So think of this like your five senses. This is stuff that you experience on a daily basis, stuff that you are aware of that you process. So like what you see, smell, hear, y'all know, you know, the five senses. Okay. That's like the conscious mind. The subconscious, this level actually defines the reactions and automatic actions that we can become aware of if we think about them. So I Always love to use the example of driving a car. When you start to learn how to drive, if you know how to drive, when you start to le- or just think about it with like any, you know, thing that you've like learned to do, but I think the driving one is like really just a great example. So when you start to learn how to drive, it's first like a thing where you have to think about every single thing that you're doing, right? You have to think about like shifting, you know, pressing the brake and then shifting the gear. You have to think about like how to turn the wheel. You have to think about like how much you're pressing on the gas. Like you're really in your head about every single thing that you're doing. However, when you Actually, like learn how to drive, and when it becomes such a habitual thing that you do on an everyday basis like you're driving to the store, you're driving to your your house, you're driving to school, work, whatever it becomes something where you don't have to think about it. And if you guys ever think about like when you're driving you typically, like, zone out a little bit. Like, you're thinking about your food. You know, I'm always thinking about what I'm going to eat next. Um, You're thinking about all the things that you have to do. You're thinking about, like, what you're going to buy at Target when you get there. You're thinking about how you're going to pick up some candles at Target when you know you shouldn't be picking up no more candles because you have too many candles already. So it becomes something where you don't necessarily have to, like, think about every single thing that you're doing. However, what's interesting about this subconscious part is that as you are actually, like, you know, if you decide to actually become aware of what you're doing, you can tap into that. So you can actually become aware of the process of driving if you choose to tap into that however it can also be something that's very automatic very instant very habitual that you don't have to think about and you can sort of like do it automatically and think about other things while you're doing it the subconscious also represents things like our fears our motives our urges etc so the unconscious is the last level and this is the one at the very very bottom and this defines all of the past events and memories that are inaccessible to us no matter how hard we try to remember so a really good example of this is like the first word that we learn to say or you know how it felt to be born or how it felt to take our first steps. These are things that our parents can probably tell us about. Like they can tell us the experience of like what happened. However, we can't really remember it. And it's not like we didn't experience it. It's not like we weren't conscious when we were experiencing it. However, it's like really just so deep, so buried, so like, you know, way down into our mind that it's really, really hard to uncover what those memories are like. Freud also theorized that most of our true motives originate from the unconscious mind, but that the memories that are held there are tougher to unlock. And so, this is the part of the mind that can hold things like repressed memories or repressed thoughts. This was the focus of a lot of Freud's work, like tapping into the unconscious mind. And he was essentially trying to get the unconscious mind or the thoughts in the unconscious mind to become conscious, to bring them to the surface and like see what's the stuff that's really, really deep in our like minds that we want to bring to the surface. A lot of Freud's theories were about psychosexual development and the Oedipus complex. If you ever heard of this, this is the stuff where he talks about like, men being, like, attracted to their mothers and women being attracted to their fathers and things like that. Um, you've got, like, some of these theories are kind of, like... I've seen them sort of roped into modern day theories about dating or modern day theories about how we attract partners, things like that. But a lot of like this work and a lot of his theories around Oedipus Complex, psychosexual development, they're really debated and they're really controversial. So like, I feel like you'll find someone who really is for Freud and for his beliefs about those things. However, you're also going to find a lot of people who are like, no, that's absolutely like wild. That's not true. Or a lot of psychologists who will actually debate uh, Freud's theories around these types of things. However, in this episode, we're really gonna focus on the subconscious versus the unconscious. So let's dive a little bit into the subconscious mind or a little bit more into the subconscious mind. So it's actually been theorized that the subconscious mind controls 95% of our lives because of how much data it stores and how much of our everyday lives are simply habits being repeated over and over again. Your subconscious also plays a huge role in how you perceive the world and also in creating your own personal reality. Beliefs that may have been passed down from your caregiver or from your personal experiences that you had when you were younger, these can actually impact the way that you think, the way that you act, and the way that you feel on an everyday basis. And even though you might have a desire to change your life, to step outside of your comfort zone, to take a leap, to change something, if you don't address the subconscious beliefs and habits that you have that may be holding you back from doing so your conscious actions will never actually stick. So this is why sometimes when you're trying to change your life, you're like, baby, I'm gonna start over, I'm gonna put these new habits into place, you may find yourself falling back into old habits, falling back into old patterns, old routines. This is also why sometimes when you're trying to consciously manifest, you may find yourself encountering a subconscious pattern that impacts your conscious actions and that can lead to self-sabotage of your own blessings. So now that we've talked a little bit about what the subconscious mind is and like how the subconscious mind functions in a way, let's chat a little bit about reprogramming the subconscious mind. So again, I've seen so much discourse about reprogramming the subconscious mind out there, but I think it's really important to kind of like break this down into steps and figure out how we can apply these steps into any specific area of our life when we're trying to change our life and when we're trying to reprogram our subconscious minds. So the first step that you want to do is understand what you want to reprogram and why. What is your end goal? This is really important because with anything, I feel like whenever you're setting any specific goal in life, it's always important to ask yourself why you're doing this. What is your actual like desire because sometimes we set goals or we say we want to reprogram this or we want to do this or we want to do that and when we actually sit with ourselves and we dive deep and we kind of figure out like the deeper reasonings why we realize that there's something else that we actually want and this goal that we have said is not necessarily our actual end goal it's just kind of a goal that we think we wanted but the real thing that we want is something a little bit more deeper something with a little bit more substance so when it comes to the subconscious mind when you're doing this work it is something that is going to take a little bit of time it's going to take consistency and effort and what that means is that you need to actually be like really really sure of your why because in those moments when you're over it when you're tired when you're annoyed when you feel like giving up when you feel like things aren't working you need to come back to that why you need to come back to that end goal you need to understand the actual significance that end goal will play in your life because that's what's going to keep you going when things get annoying and when things get tough so I'm going to give you guys examples throughout this we're going to work with one specific example so you guys can see how this could be applied in a specific area of someone's life so let's say that your goal is to stop self-sabotaging what is your personal end goal for this do you want to launch a business do you want to stop picking fights in your relationship for the sake of this example we're going to go with the business one we're going to say you are someone that you want to start a business you have this amazing idea you want to change the world you want to be a positive impact on other souls in this world and you believe that your business can do that not only can it change your life for the better but it can change other lives for the better and so you want to start this business you want to launch this thing however you find that you're doing a little bit of self-sabotage and you're kind of trying to, you know, stop self-sabotaging because you do want to launch this business and you do want to get things off the ground. So again, in this example, the why and the end goal is that you want to better your life. You want to help other people. And this is going to go a little bit more in detail depending on what your business is. So, you know, if you're starting some sort of like coaching business, maybe it's more of like wanting to impact people's mindset. If you're starting a physical business, maybe you're starting a clothing business, maybe you want to help people build their confidence through style. Maybe you want to help people actually find their personal style. Again, this is going to get like really specific depending on your goal. And in this example, depending on the type of business that you want. So I'm going to keep it kind of high level and just stay that your personal goal and your why is just to positively impact people, not only yourself, but other souls in this world. Step two, you gotta identify the beliefs that you hold and the habits that you have that are not in line with your end goal. So if your end goal is to stop self-sabotaging because you want to launch your business, what is the habit or belief that you may have that is not in line with you launching a business, with you creating a successful business? Maybe one of the habits that you have is procrastinating, right? and so maybe you always procrastinate you know what you need to do you have like your to do list you've made your to do list you've you know written down your goals like you have every single thing that you need to do in front of you you have the time that you need to do it However, you always procrastinate until the last minute, you leave things until the last minute and then you panic and then you're hurriedly rushing things around and then things come out crappy or they come out okay, but you're like, I know that if I actually did this before, did this on time, it would have come out so much better, it would have been so much better and things would have actually been more to my liking. So again, this is a step where you're going to really like go through And like identify these beliefs that you have or the habits that you have that are not in line with your specific end goal or with whatever it is that you're actually trying to do. So this is sort of the thing where you're identifying like the blocks self sabotage is sort of the bigger umbrella. However, one way that you self-sabotage is procrastination. You may go through this exercise and find that you may self-sabotage in other ways as well. Maybe it's something like you go to networking events but you actually don't put yourself out there or you're really guarded or you keep yourself kind of locked up or maybe it's something where you're like I know I need to go to networking events. I get invited to networking events. I get invited to these things where I can go and put my business out there and get help from mentors and talk to people, but I always decline the invitation. So really go through and kind of list out the things that go under this umbrella of, again, for this example, self-sabotage that are impacting you not having your end goal of launching the business. So for step three, you want to identify the new beliefs or habits that you need to hold in order to successfully reprogram your subconscious mind. So for this specific example, it's pretty simple. It's going to be that you want to stop procrastinating. So this is, you know, again, simply said, simply put, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how to actually like start to do that. However, with this one, usually the belief or the habit that you want to implement that is going to be in line with whatever you're trying to manifest, however you're trying to program your or reprogram your subconscious mind is typically going to be opposite of the one that you identify that's not in line, right? So if you're procrastinating, you want to stop procrastinating. If you are declining invitations to networking events you want to start accepting invitations to networking events so figure out the new beliefs or the new habit that you need to hold in order to actually like create that specific end goal that we talked about in step one and in order to actually reprogram your subconscious mind with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. step four you want to identify the things in your environment that are not in line with the beliefs that you hold and when I say environment like yes I mean your actual like living environment but this kind of also goes back to some of like the habitual things that you do as well in your environment so for the belief and for the example that we're working through maybe this is one where you always procrastinate by watching Netflix or by scrolling through social media and maybe you do that because you always work in your bedroom or you always work in your living room. So think about the things that are in your environment that enable your unwanted behavior. So for example, I know that sometimes like I just don't feel like sitting at my desk. I don't feel like like being in my office and sitting down and working and focusing and all the things. And really I can sometimes have a little struggle bus day, okay? But I also know that if I go and I sit on the couch to work, like it is just not gonna be the type of productive day that I need it to be. I'm usually gonna turn on the TV. I usually have like net. Netflix or YouTube or whatever playing in the background. So in order to combat that, right, in order to tackle this procrastination, in order to really go back to the heart of what the, the whole reprogramming for this example is, which is launching this business, which is actually stopping procrastination or stopping the habit of procrastinating, I would have to change something in my environment, right? And that would mean not deciding that I don't go and sit and work on the couch, deciding that I turn off the Netflix or the YouTube while I'm working. So what are the things in your environment that are contributing to these negative or unwanted habits and behaviors that you have? And how can you change that? You know, whenever people talk about things like dieting and like maybe cleaning up their diet, eating a more whole food diet, that could easily be something where you're looking at your pantry and you're saying like, okay, these are things that I don't want in my environment because they are going to enable unwanted behaviors. Maybe it's something where you bring something into your environment or you add something which we'll talk about in a second to actually help you to um, motivate the wanted behaviors. But again, look at the things in your environment that are just not in line with your beliefs um, and see what needs to go. Like do a really hard set audit on your environment and think about what needs to be removed in order for you to properly and successfully reprogram your subconscious beliefs. Step five. This is literally what we were just talking about, cleaning up your environment, cleaning up your habits and swapping out the old ones for new ones where you can. So something like this for this example may look like setting certain times where you're going to get work done and not scroll through social media or not watch the TV. I know one of the things that I really like to do is set like my reading time for certain times. So I get like really into my thriller books and really into reading. However, I make sure that I set certain times for that. So I know that by the time I get into bed, I'm winding down that that's my time to actually like be for me. I can scroll through social all I want. I can read my books all I want. I can watch YouTube all I want. However, throughout the day, I really try to make sure that my habits and my environment reflect reflect the successful like end goal that I want to have so for example I come and I sit at my desk I don't put on you know Netflix or um YouTube typically throughout my day when I'm at my desk now listen after about you know 11 12 o'clock I will put me on a good vlog and typically I can watch a vlog and also do my work however I make sure that at the very 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 beginning of my day like which is where I get out my most important tasks like I get out my most important emails I do a lot of the heavy lifting with my work I'm actually recording this podcast right now early in the morning do a lot of that stuff early in the morning and I make sure that I'm not distracted by any way shape or form I also for example don't have a tv in my office because going back to the whole environmental factors I know that a tv is pretty distracting for me and so in the place where I want to work and where I want to focus where I want to like get clear on what's going on with my business and my life and my work and everything like that I make sure not to have something like a tv in here now you may not have like a specific office and in your apartment or in your home but if you have a desk that you work at how can you clean up that environment to make sure that it is optimized for whatever your end goal is and again in this example it is business and so if you're working at your desk or if you're working at your specific workstation workspace how can you make sure that it's absolutely optimized for you to get the best result for you to tap in for you to focus for you to not be distracted and if you don't have a workstation right this is something where we may need to create something in our environment if you have a living room area and you have enough space maybe this means you go out to ikea you get you a little small desk you put it in the corner with a chair and baby that's your workstation at that place you sit down and you work and that is for nothing else you don't relax there you don't zone out there you work and you you do what you need to do and so you can start to set up specific areas in your home that are for specific things your bed is for sleeping and for relaxing the couch is for relaxing and for eating your chips your desk is for getting work done and you don't mix up the workspaces and workstations in that way so the last step is to practice this consciously on a consistent basis until it becomes your new habit until you know this is who you are so a big part of subconscious reprogramming is actually repetition this is why when people talk about like affirmations and stuff like that they're really getting at the heart of subconscious reprogramming which is repetition typically when we talk about affirmations you will repeat affirmations over and over and over again right you wake up you say it in the mirror you wake up um you walk around you say it while you're doing whatever you're doing. Like the whole idea is that the repetition of a specific statement is actually going to help you to reprogram your subconscious. But with this, we're going a little bit deeper, right? We're going to the actual actions that we are taking in our everyday lives. The more you repeat these actions, the more they become habit, the more that you sit at your desk and you focus and you get your work done, the more that your brain starts to realize, oh, when I put my butt in this chair right here, baby, I'm tapped in. I'm focused. Ain't nothing else going to distract me. Okay. I'm getting my work done right now. And that's on what? Period. Okay. So that's what you have to do. You have to like do this stuff over and over and over again until it becomes so habitual until it becomes so ingrained that you no longer have to consciously think, oh, wait, I'm sitting at my desk work mode now it just becomes something that you literally do all the time and this is why i talk about um in my episode of manifestely where ooh baby, what is that? Not a notification. Oh, anyways, I put my phone on, but my iPad clearly didn't get the message either. But anyways, this is why I talk about like becoming the person that you want to be embodying the person that you want to be. And this really has to do with that. It's like the more that you take these actions and the more that you, you know, go through your life from this place of like taking the actions of someone that has the subconscious belief that you prefer to have the more that it actually becomes the belief that you have. And before you know it, again, you no longer have to consciously think about it. It's just who you are. It's just what you do. So I have a couple tips to help you guys along the way. And these are some tips, kind of like biohacking tips in a way, kind of a little bit, like not really, like one of them is biohacking. But one of the biggest tips I have is to find uh, what Lacey Phillips, if you're not familiar with Lacey Phillips, she is like a manifestation coach. Um, She coined the term expanders. I love that term. I think it's, you know, such a phenomenal, term for what this is. And what an expander is, is it's a person or essentially, um, you know, a life case study, uh, a live example of the new belief that you have or the way that you want to live or the thing that you want to do or whatever it is. It's someone or something that you can look to as an example of like, this is kind of the, the vibe that I want to embody. And they basically help to show you that you can do it too. So for example, you know, if you are wanting to, again, launch a successful business, procrastination is a problem for you. Maybe you know someone in your life, or maybe you don't know them specifically, but it could be someone you follow on social media or something like that. We know them enough to know their story. And you know that maybe they were in a similar place as you, maybe they had a similar job as you, maybe they were in a similar place in their life and they actually overcame their procrastination. They talk about that in their story. They talk about how, they left that identity of being a procrastinator behind and they did what they had to do. And now they have the successful business. And so when you look at them, you can see yourself in them. You can sort of have your subconscious mind expanded to see that this truly is possible for you. I think one of the toughest things sometimes is when you don't have examples of what you want or someone who's like living the kind of life that you want to live in your life, because it really does make it hard for you to imagine that that is possible for you. So So that's where I think social media can come in as a really good example because a lot of us I know that for me there's no one really in my family that is an embodiment um, in terms of the type of work that I want to do that has done that that has paved that path that I can look to and sort of go to and ask for advice in that way um I can ask you know my family members for advice in other ways but in terms of like career and the work that I want to do I have to look for outside expanders and so I find those people um, on the internet. I find those people through maybe friends of friends or people that I meet in person. But a lot of times I find these people on the internet and I can look to them and say, this is someone that is either living the type of life that I want to live, or they have a type of business that I want to have, or they've done something in some way that's similar to what I want to do. And they've come from a place that's similar to myself, you know, either being an immigrant or being a black woman or something like that, that I can personally identify with. And I will look at them and I can be like, that is my proof that is you know my example that this is truly truly possible for me so find those people in your life again whether they be in your actual life or on social media and allow yourself to be expanded by them and allow yourself to really be inspired by those people and see that it is possible remember that what you follow on social media or who you follow on social media what you watch on tv the music you listen to the books that you read we're all soaking this up as sponges. I know you may think that, you know, you're not really soaking it up, but you are soaking it up. It's going into the subconscious mind. So the more that you can allow your environment, again, social media, um, even TV, maybe you watch certain people on TV, like whatever it is, or you read certain books, the more that you allow those pieces of content, the media that you consume to be examples of how you can do what you want to do in this life, the more that is going to help you actually believe on a subconscious level that you can manifest that for your life. Now, I'm not saying every single piece of content that you consume has to be like that. Trust me, I watch 9 Day Fiance, okay? I watch me some trash TV too, okay? And it's the fact that most of what I consume is what I want to sort of embody or is an example of how I want to live versus like the trash TV and stuff like that or like the, the, you know, random stuff that I watch is like not as much. Like I keep it sort of like on a lower level of how much I consume that kind of stuff. So the second tip I have is to listen your affirmations when your mind is more malleable so this is before bed like y'all know when you're like in bed and you're kind of dozing off a little bit you're still awake but you're sort of like in this like weird sort of sleepy state that is an amazing time to listen to affirmations that actually allows it to sort of bypass the conscious mind a little bit more and go into sort of that subconscious part of your brain you can also do this right after you wake up if you're in like a sleepy state So a really good example that i gave one time a really good way to do this is um if you guys set your phone alarm to be your affirmations so l- l- google this okay because i don't have like direct instructions because depends on the phone you have but you can essentially create like a alarm that's going to be your voice saying your affirmations it's really good if it's your voice that way it's like you talking to you but set your phone alarm as your affirmations that way you literally wake up to the affirmations and you're hearing the affirmations like while you're sort of in that malleable state another thing if you don't want to do that or if you prefer to if you're like someone that you need like a really hard alarm to wake you up you can just like listen to your affirmations before you go to bed so maybe record your affirmations Um, I also think I'll come up with like an more affirmation episodes but you can listen to one of my affirmation episodes right before bed I only did one so far but I will be doing more of them and then I'll also probably have them as like um maybe mp3s that you guys can download but you guys can obviously just listen to the podcast version of it and then listen to this as you're going to bed as you're falling asleep that way you're hearing it again through that like really malleable state of your mind so that is another really helpful way to like use affirmations to make them more potent because just saying them aloud while you're in your conscious like world or in your conscious mind everyday life yes it does in some ways like it works and it helps but doing it during these more potent times is even more powerful so the last step i have for you guys is to if you're interested snag the manifest your dream life workbook This is a workbook I created that kind of goes through helping you to plan out what your manifestation is. I think clarity is often the hardest thing because once you realize like you can have anything or experience anything, it becomes hard to be like, what what do I want? Like, what do I actually want right now? So this planner helps you to map out your manifestations. It also helps you to map out like your day, figure out how to like create a perfect day to embody the version of yourself that has that life that you want to live, that has those things. I go a little bit into budgeting as well how to actually like budget for your dream life because a lot of times we think if we want to live this certain life we need all this money in the world when oftentimes you don't actually need as much money as you think you do to live the kind of life that you want to live and so really breaking it down mapping out the numbers helps to make things a little bit more attainable i was actually on a facetime call yesterday and i was talking to someone and um i was talking about how like the next car i want to manifest and i'm gonna put it out there because guys guess what like i know if i really like want this car eventually in like what two years i'm gonna get this car but it's a porsche cayenne and this person was just kind of like like they don't, they didn't know me they was the familiar okay so they were kind of like what like a porsche like what so i was just like i mapped it out financially like i know how much the lease would cost i know exactly like the, what i want i know how much it would be and i also know like my income and i know how much i'm willing to like spend on a car and things like that and i was just like i mapped out how much i would need to make and i was just like essentially this is not that much like when you map it out I think sometimes like you can see numbers and you can kind of see that like again if you're not out here trying to buy a private jet if you're not trying to have like 55 Birkin bags like uh, you can have the life that you want to live and you can live that life without breaking the bank and you can expand your income to comfortably afford the life that you want so I was just like yeah when my lease is up maybe even before my lease is up baby because one thing about me I'm going turn a car in early if I want a new car I was like I will get that Porsche if I want the Porsche maybe I'll change my mind maybe I'll be like I don't even want a Porsche I want like a Range Rover or something like I don't know I literally don't know I change my mind very often with these things because I realize how possible it all is for me and so yeah if I want the Porsche I will get the Porsche next and I think that's sort of the way you have to look at it it's like really figuring out like how to map these things out and really realizing it's all so 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 Possible for you. It's literally like you can literally have it if you want it. And so in the manifest, your dream life workbook, we map out the finances too. And I think seeing the numbers, seeing like literal breakdowns of the numbers is so helpful because you start to realize like, oh, wait, like I actually don't need that much money to get this thing. Like I can, I can really get there in like the next year or whatever. So grab that workbook. It's going to be linked in the show notes. It's also on my website. And then, yeah, my love. So thank you guys for listening. Oh, I also want to like say too, really quick, I am still hosting that goal setting masterclass. I know I've like mentioned it a few times now here and on Instagram. I just literally need to like move this couch and set up this filming area and like get my life together for filming. I might just film it in the bedroom, you guys, because like, honestly, I don't even know if I'm gonna get the pictures this week, but I just need to film the first part of it. And like part of it is also gonna be alive as well. So if you're interested in that, if you're like someone that struggles with goal setting, like you don't know how to set goals, you like, you literally are just like, girl, help me, help me. Okay, part of this will be alive and I actually will be like answering questions and stuff like that. Because one thing about me, baby, I love me setting some goals. And one thing about me, I be hitting them goals left and right. Okay, left and right. So I want to give y'all tea on how to do the same thing, how to, like, set your goals, how to achieve your goals, how to plan for that, how to stop the procrastination how to literally keep going because motivation is not always going to be there. And yeah, so that is coming up. I have a wait list going right now because like I said, nothing is like ready, but I want to make sure that once it's ready, once it's ready, it's going quick. Y'all might be moving quick. So I'm gonna just email y'all and be like, it's ready. It's up. Like go like it's we're doing this like and I'm gonna give y'all the date and the time and that's that's what it's gonna be. And I want to give y'all time to like plan with your schedules and stuff like that. So sign up for that, like the wait list down below in the uh, show notes is going to be linked there um it's not on my like the waitlist isn't on my website in any way like there's no link to it so you need to go to the link in the show notes to sign up for this waitlist okay it's a specific link that I have created so check that out but anyways my loves I want to thank you guys so 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 much for being here for listening to this episode I know it got a little lengthy we got a little chatty Kathy okay I know y'all be liking these lengthy episodes no! So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And so remember, my friends, please, please, please leave a five star review on Apple and on Spotify for the show if you enjoyed this episode. Okay, I appreciate you so, so much for these five star reviews. I truly, truly appreciate you guys. So thank you again for listening. I need to go prep for a meeting. I have apparently in less than half an hour. So got to go prep for that. Um, and I will chat with you, my loves, in the very next episode. And oh, by the way, um, Friday episodes, um, I'm going to be doing them on YouTube as well. So if you like visual components to these, definitely feel free to check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe. It's down below. Search The Ange Nicolette. You can search Manifest Daily Podcast. It tends to come up with that. But um, my channel is just The Ange Nicolette. So I'll link it in show notes as well. But I'll chat with you guys in the next episode, my loves. Have an amazing recipe. Wee, goodbye.